You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. So good to hear your voice, pal. And uh, I know it's I'm so also, good to speak. Also, yeah, no, no, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, when I close my eyes, my ears turn on, and your voice is right there. Wow, I've and, been speaking a lot lately. To be honest, I actually, yeah, I gave everybody who works for me a, a promise blowjob. of just not talking after. After our, our quarter ended on Saturday, I was like, listen, I just won't speak to you for like three days. You just are won't you, have to hear my voice. Are you a micromanager? No, I don't think so. I just, I'm, I just want things done properly. Right. And I'm, when I'm asking you to do something, I'm doing it so you'll succeed. Not so I'll succeed. I am interested <laughs> in your success, not mine. Because wow. I will succeed regardless. But when you're working for me, I am interested in your success, and when you don't do the thing, I am enraged by how stupid you are about like to to not make yourself successful. It drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, and they always have like, um, some kind of highfalutin reason why. Honestly, the team I got right now is the, the sickest. Like, no one has a reason. They're like, "Yes, all right, cool, on it," and they just did it. So that was nice. You but, should bring me in there as a fixer. I think so. Yeah, Nothing's broken right now. No, I'm just bring me in, man. All right. You want to get in this? Why don't I bring you in as a breaker instead of a fixer? Yeah, bring me in as a breaker. I'll just be a secret, like secret chalk shopper. That'd be fine. Yeah, perfect. Like yeah. So I heard that the, this chalk comes in uh, like a lot of different colors. Like be really, like be a total pain in the ass, really annoying, perfect. and then not buy anything, and then see how I, everybody reacts. Um, they'll react in a very normal way because that is exactly what happens all day every day <laughs> some dude rolls in off the street asks a bunch of questions a website could answer and then talks about buying one and then like walks at the door backwards god damn it i need to buy one <clears throat> piece of chalk i agree sorry i just got over being ill we haven't <laughs> talked in uh, about anything super anything of substance in a while we haven't talked in a while well, because i we're... think the first the first episode that we our posting tomorrow was cut on like September 13th. It's now October 3rd. It's okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we're late, but we're still great. You know, we'll never stop. It's just, That's true. you know, we are uh, victims of our own success. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were fucking not doing anything a few years ago, when we had like the straight jobs, it was cool. It was fine. Now we're busy, men. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm desperately trying to get my life together. Because, Andrew, my life, keeping in the overnight drive tradition of the yin and the yang. At the beginning of the summer, you were uh, standing at the edge of tomorrow. You were yep. on the bridge. You were about to take a uh, backflip off the bridge. You ever seen that, that movie, The Bridge? About people committing suicide off the mm, uh, San no. Francisco Golden Gate Bridge. No, that sounds sad. There's one Watch guy that. who is a metalhead. They're a rocker. And he, spoiler alert, well, if you haven't seen it by now, whatever. <laughs> um, he jumps off, but in grand fashion, in grand goth fashion, he does a, like, Queensryche, like, Jeff Tate falling into the crowd, like, backwards, like, Jesus Excellent. Christ pose died. Really good. All right. Yeah. And he's, he's in heavy leather. 
So he's definitely going to sink right to the bottom like a stone. Perfect. And uh, he killed himself because he went to St. Louis on an internet date. And she told him to beat it. She gave him the heave-ho. And then he came back and killed himself. Damn. No, if that isn't a page from my playbook, I don't know. (laughs) That's uh, it's it's ground you've trod. It's ground I've (laughs) it's ground I've trod. Um, my uh, yeah, my life. uh, But flash forward to September, August and September, our lives are completely different. Again, yeah, Uh, it's October for third now. Uh, August and September, some of the worst months I've ever had in my life. Man, um, real bad. Back on Prozac, big time. Uh, my living situation has changed. You see, all these things you don't know until I tell I'm, you. I'm, I'm curious as to whether or not I should act like I didn't know this shit. <laughs> Just, you know, uh, oh, really? Right. Whoa, yeah. holy shit, what happened? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm keeping secrets from good friends. So, um, But I, uh, my living situation has changed. I live back in the punk house, the exact same punk house. Oh my god, I live back in the punk house um, in <laughs> Albany, right back where I started from. And uh, all the. Some of our finest content came out of that cold ass fucking privacy curtain room. Oh, uh, you know, the, I don't, do not have the privacy curtain up. I, I opted to not do that. Wow. And I uh, know it's more like. Um, but I. In, uh, in keeping with the grand tradition of spinning completely out of control, I do not own a bed yet. <laughs> I've been. I've been sleeping on an air mattress that I got at Walmart for $20. Will you buy a goddamn bed, please? uh, Like, I I know you're, like, excited about not having spent any of your nest egg, and that's sick and all, but, like, yo, buy a bed. I know. Like, you don't have to live like a cave person. Like, there's a thousand bucks and get a a nice bed. Yeah, get, like, a Casper, you know? I I was just thinking, like, I could just have it delivered. Even to work, it's fine. Yeah, just get a Casper. Just Casper on the floor. You don't even need a bed. You just need a mattress on the floor. That's not an air mattress. Ugh, you know, I, lo- I kind of like the air mattress. There's a whole thing. I'm really into methods, right? Where yes. I have to come home and reinflate. <laughs> yes. it, it has a built-in motor, right? Which is going to definitely break because it's it's made to be it's a all these twenty-dollar reflatable Target air mattress. It's no, breaking yeah. currently. <laughs> it's like it, it's it's not going to break. It's always been no. breaking. It's just being uh, accelerated every time you lay on it. It's true. No, it's it's. I'm way over the weight rating. It's for like a child. I didn't realize that until I got it home, and uh, <laughs> only happened one time. But in the middle of the night, I heard. Bop! And the cap, like the air, the the, oh, the, the thing that lets all the air out really quickly, popped because I'm too big. And I went, and I, up, and I woke up on the floor. I was like, what the fuck happened? I woke wow. up because my hip was hurting because I was laying on the floor, but I was sleeping like a baby child. It's weird that I hadn't considered, I hadn't thought about this in years, but that you and I had such a fucking prejudice against air mattresses. From back when we recorded sincerely and we stayed in some dorm room (laughs) and one of the dudes brought like a queen sized inflatable air mattress in a dorm room like common area. So basically there was no floor space. Like you had to step on this dude's mattress. (laughs) It's like a California king. It was ridiculous. 400 square foot, right? So it's like, but the, but the, the shittiest part of it all were like, oh, sick. Like we're all going to lay on this mattress like slave ship style. Oh, you're not. Nope. 
No, we were you reprimanded. Were certainly not. No, this is it's a... funny. Like we spent the next six years being like, "Fuck you, air mattress." The fuck with that. We're sleeping yeah. on the. We're like, I'm gonna pull couch cushions <laughs> off the couch and sleep on the porch with those as my bed. <laughs> this was Memorial. This was an any port in a storm thing. But I, um, yep. I, I do live in Albany now, and I do live on an air mattress on the floor. There's no salsa. There's no piss bottles yet. Um, I'm taking. I'm very fastidious. I'm taking. Good, I'm, I feel like I'm in. I've been watching a lot of like jail, jail shows too. I have a TV. I have a Roku Excellent. TV. Very good. I'm watching a lot of jail shows, and I look around and I'm like, oh, this room's not much bigger than a jail cell. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm very. Have fastidious. you had a chance to watch Louis Theroux's super like yes. super? My, yeah. There you go. That's, that, all of that's a good one. Oh yeah. I've watched all of his shit. He's uh, he's maybe not the best documentarian out there, but he's uh, certainly good for a laugh, especially the yep. porn one. Porn so one's real good. The porn one's really good because he actually gets a he goes to a world. Uh, um, I think it's called World, like the agency, just called World, right? And uh, that's like the only place you can really break into porn. I mean, now you can just fucking get a acer get a webcam yeah just get an acer man you're in yeah i mean everybody 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 is a chat girl now everyone like low-key like will tweet about it like oh me too support sex work because i you know i frig off for dudes in uh, like you know slovakia for like eight bucks cool (laughs) very woke very powerful you're taking the power back and uh, everybody really appreciates um, <clears throat> that move. Yeah. <laughs> when, you know, you can uh, chat and read mean chats and then, you know, chide people for not tipping, <clears throat> that kind of thing. Um, it's really good. But uh, I heard that you're a, a, chat per, a chat guy. Like, you get on the webcam. Yeah, I am. I am uh, a... a I don't know what the male version of that is called, but that's chat, what chat I do. Guy. Chat, chat guy. Chat guy, yeah. Cam guy. Chat bro. Cam guy. Cam bro. You know, you're like, hey, Andrew just wants to have fun. That's the your, your name. Mm-hmm. On chatterbait.com. Yep. And you're like, it's, um, it's okay. Not a lot of people watching. I watch. Which is weird. I'm glad you watched. I'm glad yeah, you, my chatterbait I'm glad name, you got off. My, chatter, my chatterbait name is, uh, well, I shouldn't say. <laughs> Oh, please say. No, no, no. I don't want to ruin my reputation on that site. No, I'm just kidding. I don't go on that site. Um, <clears throat> not that I haven't before, but I definitely don't. Uh, I'm not in a position in my life where I need to jerk off to, for guys. If I need to do that, I'll just go down the street to the uh, one of two gay bars. And uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are... I'm a bear. <laughs> big. You, are, you are living in the horn of plenty of, uh, <sighs> of gay bars. I really want to rent a house on the outskirts of town, or move. Should pose uh, no significant difficulty. No, there, there are. It's funny. A couple years ago, I uh, every now and then, like I fuck around the idea of buying like a cheap building. Um, and there was like <laughs> you a have spot. a tenant in me, pal. I yeah, that's, that's that actually works into it. Cause I'm like, I'll just fucking set up pawns in there. You can just fucking keep an eye on the place. Um, oh my god, that's so good! I'd just be the caretaker. That'd be so good. More or less, you'd be, be the night super. manager. Yeah, I'd be um, super. I'd be like, Can't so you fix yourself. Uh, I guess got kind of got a situation here. I got a couple girls coming over. <laughs> um, yeah, I got, uh, I got yeah. a couple girls coming over. I got the fucking the water heater. Just yeah, <laughs> it just ruined all my band shit downstairs. I got a couple twenty-two-year-old uh, girls coming over who I'm going to play super chunk for, and they're going to look at me like I just shit my pants. 
It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I keep, I like, I, I fuck around with the idea every now and then. And there's this one spot in Albany where there's a, there's a block in like South Albany where you can buy the entire block for yeah. one hundred and fifty thousand oh, yeah. dollars. Like I shit you not. Um, so yeah, I think you should just buy one of those spots. I would love it. I mean, the city gets really hot. Uh, I miss trees. So um, well, this is that part of the city that is close to the drywall factory. And no one can live within, so it's like there's kind of trees, but they grow real weird, and they look like a, they look like something out of an H.P. Lovecraft story. But they are there. <laughs> you're right by the river, which is cool if you ever want to like, you know, send a body downstream or some shit. So you're I might, good. I might, I might. You know, I'm not against the, uh, I'm not against maybe uh, touching uh, my BTK side a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. buy and torture kill the BTK killer from Kansas. Hello, trotting out the one man show. Yeah, the one-man show. He used to talk about, um, he uh, performed an operation. He used to say, I performed an operation on her. And his, uh, if you look up BTK uh, confession, he basically stood up and said, fuck this. I'm not going to go through a whole trial. I'm going to confess to everything in front of God and everybody. Efficient man. Yeah, and he's like, well, uh, I had my uh, takeout kit. And uh, well, I went in there, and she put up quite a fight, and I wasn't expecting that. But uh, eventually I subdued her and put two plastic bags over her head with a t-shirt. Neat. And I was like, wow. But he's just like, so, and you can tell everybody like can't handle it. And the, <laughs> the family members are howling. Like for this, like the, the moment they find out that their family, their loved ones are dead. He's like, yeah, you know, I did that. And... Interesting. I know, like, I know the documentary you're talking about. Uh, I've seen it. Like I've passed it on Netflix a dozen times. I never found the BTK killer that interesting, though, so I never watched it. Oh, so, it's interesting. I mean, I'll, I'll dig in. I mean, he's, he's not that interesting. I mean, he the, only, the most interesting part about him was he was a dog catcher. Wow. That so, is kind of fascinating. Yeah, he's a dog catcher, and he worked at a church, and that's how they caught him. Because he sent his final BTK letter on... Uh, like on a, like a word doc and they and they immediately like traced the back to the church computer <laughs> it's pretty Man. awesome you know he didn't I, know I, that you didn't know how to do computers that well no you know? clearly not you gotta fucking you gotta set up a fucking vpn yeah you BTK gotta go to killer like the, you gotta fucking yeah you gotta you gotta yeah. go to the starbucks but then like hang out at the dry cleaner next door and log in and then fucking get on your vpn and then be like you fucking made me do this and then you're good <laughs> I actually saw a Russian, what I thought was a Russian hacker, like, just going through, like, gads and gads of credit card numbers. Nice. On the on the Starbucks wireless the other day, and I was like, That's wow, I'm going to have to disconnect right now. <laughs> Not that, you know, there's much to take, but hey, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I used to... Uh like, I used to do that thing where I'd be like, I got nothing to hide, man. Knock yourself out. Like, take whatever you want. But then as, like, as I've grown older... I'm just like, it, I, it, it, like everything useful in my life, it comes from this deep well of fuck you. You know, <laughs> like, it, so like, regardless as to whether yeah. or not I have, any, I have anything to hide, fuck you. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? I've started to, I've started to like, get super into that sort of thing. Just being like, all right, so like, yeah, if I wanted to be like, straight up invisible, bop, 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 um, yeah. it's interesting stuff. You know, um, a <clears throat> uh, guy who used to go on the Howard Stern show a lot. His name is Elegant Elliot Often. Love him. And he used to. T- I love him. Then he used to talk about 
basically people who didn't like him, he'd, he'd say, you know what? You didn't get me off my feet. You didn't get me <laughs> off my feet. You had me surrounded left, right, and center. And I left you gasping for air. And it's basically you talking... Fucking, in- that video you, sh- you played us of him dancing at some street fair in Miami oh, yeah. is like it, forever <laughs> stuck in my head. It is, it is the strangest <laughs> fucking thing. It's wild. It's called... It's actually in, in its full bloom on YouTube now. It's called... Um, uh, Violet dehumanizes Elegant Elliot, and really it good. is the street fair is the best because it's Elegant Elliot calling the play by play of the street fair. <laughs> but he's also in the video. It's, a, the it's video. like the director's commentary, yeah. but it's just him like dancing in front of a crowd of hundreds of confounded Puerto Ricans. That's yeah. really wild. It was on. I think it was like in Queens at the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Or, oh, well, I thought it was in, Miami. Interesting. It might have right. been in Miami. I'm not sure, but it was um, him and his girlfriend and some other woman. And they're dancing, and he's like, this is my fucking rhythm. This is yeah, what it looks like when I put my dick deep in a woman's cunt. Yeah. It's, it's really good. super good. So, it's you know, it's super good. So if you've got a, a guy or a girl over, or, um, you know, or, or a non-binary person, well, you have to be keep it politically correct, um, over, you have them over to Love Nest. Your fucking, which is your 200 square foot bedroom mm-hmm. that you live with yep, seven you other people. You fucking inflate that air mattress. Inflate that inflate air mattress. Inflate it fucking extra, extra full. <laughs> extra air. Because you, you know need to have fucking, need uh, you know, they say that John Bonham never cut a hole in his kick drum. That way he would get that fucking, that bounce back from the, uh, the beater that much faster. You need that with your air mattress. I did hear that John Bonham used to fuck through a sheet, though. I, did, I heard that as well. That's <laughs> really because of his really bad beer breath. Yeah, His wife couldn't handle it. Imagine a fucking beer jump oh, in the morning. Oh, oh, let's have fancy a shag before I go to Led Zeppelin practice. And you're like, oh, he's my boyfriend. And he, oh, he's my husband. And he's fucking the breadwinner. Always the same rhythm, no matter what. Like, oh, Jesus. Okay. He puts on like Houses of the Holy and they fuck to his own music. It's like, ugh. It's really cool. It's like meta in like the most dick shriveling way possible. It's like this is nothing cool about this, John. You know, maybe put some T Rex on. Fuck T Rex. No, he says fuck some that. Like, he says some homophobic shit about Mark Bowen. Wow. It's like, like okay, well, you know, you acted like friends when you were at that party at Harrods. <laughs> Just trying to put some British for, for our British listeners, a little British uh, flavor. It's really fucking at, cool. Led Zeppelin. Really fucking cool. Hmm. Yeah. I actually, through my 20s, could not stand Led Zeppelin. And then finally, Gabri was like, you're an actual idiot. Yeah. And made me listen to it. I'm like, oh, this is super good. And then, yeah, I don't know what happened. Dancing now, days. Now, literally, like, it, all I want to listen to at any given moment. Dancing days. Dancing yeah. days are here <clears throat> again. So good, right? So good. Why could you listen to the Eagles? Well, the Eagles are fine. We used to listen to the Eagles a lot. Yep. But... How could you listen to the Eagles when those dancing days are here again? Zeppelin. The Zeppelin. There's that song, uh, Ten Years Gone, on, uh, I think it's Physical Graffiti, is a song that I resent them because I should have written it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, God damn it, it's so fucking good. Why didn't I fucking write this? I know it's all right. You know it's all right. Yeah. This is uh, by somebody, a band called Karaoke Diamonds. Oh, really good. 
little cottage industry. I just assumed it was Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, it's like, dancing days are here again, boost me up. So, um, <laughs> I uh, I talked to, um, actually, you know what, we're another one on a classic rock tip. Why don't we talk about the untimely passing of Tom Petty? Yeah, wow, what? that sure happened, that didn't fucking, it? fucking, okay, so, I was, um, uh, I was momentarily bummed until... Okay, now, humanity is fucking worst. Right? <laughs> All right, the dude. Okay, the dude is brain dead. He's not dead yet, but he's brain dead. I Actually, that's my favorite part. If I can have a favorite part about it, hmm. is that Tom Petty had to fucking die twice. It wasn't bad enough he fucking died once. Like, oh, let's, let's kill Tom Petty twice. Let's, I, have, let's make it that kind of day. I loved that... I, I I caught it way early. I caught it like a minute in. I was like, Holy I shit. did too. That's wow. That's so weird. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was four minutes into the fucking Associated Press uh, yeah. tweet. So I posted pictures, and you know, thank you. Some of your songs have been good. I like uh, Out in the Cold specifically. My favorite Tom Petty song, really good. And um, <clears throat> and uh, you know, Full Moon Fever, brilliant album. Jeff Lynne just lost a ton of work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck. That was his last job, man. That's gone. <laughs> the ELO royalties aren't what they once were. Yeah, although no, Jeff ELO Lynn looking the down the fucking uh, the barrel of working at a Shake Shack as the fucking the, uh, the night cook. Oh, my God. What if you went to Shake Shack in Paramus <laughs> and Jeff Lynn is working? What would it's you say? Hanging. Would you? I'd be. I, oh, I would wait. I, I would I, wait. I, I, I would. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. I would wait. <laughs> we would wait. We were both there. We'd wait. All three of us, Gabri's there. We'd wait until he goes on break. And he'd be like, you're Jeff Lynn. And he'd be like, uh, keep, it on the, keep it on the down low, bloke. I don't want anybody to know I'm working at Shake Shack. You wrote Loving Thing. You yeah, no, nah, you were like, you're all over the fucking spot, man. You're like, you're unsung. You know, Jeff Lynn is going to die and no one's going to give a fuck. But that dude I was will. all, he had his dick in everything. Hmm. He's a horror, man. He wrote the, all that... He wrote... Him and Tom Petty wrote all that Traveling Wilbury stuff because Dylan yeah. and George Harrison were too actually too rich and tired to come to practice. Feel that. Yeah, I feel that too. <laughs> Big time. I mean, that shit, that shit is really good because it's Jeff Lee. Like, you could always tell it's one of his records because the guitarists sound like they're fucking sparkling. Oh, my and, God. And, uh, yeah, it's great I shit. Started out all alone. So, yeah, he wrote that entire fucking record, too. Yeah, so I, he did, too. <laughs> so I felt bad until I posted the thing. He's dead. TMZ came out and said he's fucking brain dead. He's obviously dead. He's dead. He's going to die. The family pulled a life support. It's only a matter of time, right? But people are coming out saying, you know, I don't understand. Like, I could just imagine them, like, at a rally where they're like, everybody gets, gets their chance on the microphone, you know? And they're like, they take that tone, that activist tone, which is the best. You know, I just don't understand why someone would say someone's dead when they aren't. <laughs> so that was, we are literally playing, everyone loves to play Ring Around the Rosie with issues and feelings oh, yeah. all the fucking time. Look, Anything they can get into that has no, like they have no skin in the game on that they can fucking comment on. Woo! The watch the fuck out. The motherfucker is dead. Okay, I don't care. He, his, you know what? The the fucking the engine might still be running, 
but the tires are flat. The fucking if you press the pedal, if you stand on the pedal, it's gonna fall apart. It's gonna be like Blues Brothers car. Blues Brothers car. <laughs> it's gonna be fall apart. All right, the dude's dead. All right, let's just fucking deal with that. Let's honor him now instead of waiting with bated breath for him to die at eleven forty p.m., which is what a lot of people did. Yeah, more or less. And people are like, oh, you know, you just have to hold out hope. I think he's gonna pull through. Yes, he's going to pull through because he was uh, laying in bed for hours with no circulation to his brain. Yeah, like no brain activity whatsoever. No, he found him at 7 a.m., compl- like basically fucking brain dead. He recovered from a heart attack, like partially recovered from a heart attack, so his heart was still beating, but his heart effectively stopped and his brain died. Yeah. So he's a vegetable. No last dance, last dance of Mary Jane. It's all gone. It's all gone. Yeah, that was the official last dance for sure, right there. Completely done. Completely dead. And I don't need anybody to tell me that he's not. (laughs) And make it an issue. Everybody makes it an issue. If I cross the street the wrong way, everybody makes it an issue. I can't. I don't know if the future is going to hold up, man. I got real. Like, it's weird because the past three weeks of my life, I have not had the luxury of time at all. Like, right. not even a little bit. I've had no time to think about myself. No time to think about... my Like, my house looks like... A, somebody looks like a, they've ransacked a place for drugs. Um, it could be possible. It. I mean, it, everything is, is fucked in my life. And then finally, I get through to the other side, and I have the first day where I'm like, all right, I'm at work, and it's not on fire. I'm going to leave here at a normal time tonight. Yeah. No one's yelling. There's no one crying. We're all good. And then I look at my phone and I'm like, fuck. All right. So now I can, for the first time in a month, I can feel. And this is what I'm, this is what I'm feeling is, is this. That's great. I actually got really, really upset. Like I got upset to the point that like the same level that we make fun of people for getting upset. And I went to the roof and I like had this really like fucking sad moment. I went back downstairs. I'm like, I'm done. That's I'm done. like, I'm, I'm through with today. I'm good. Holy I'll catch you later. Like, like my my boss or whatever you want to call him was like on a conference call. He was being really animated and whatnot. Just packed up my MacBook, do whole whole nine yards. Yeah. It was just like, just mouth the words, "See you Wednesday," and just bounce. Yeah. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Yeah, like I'm I'm out. See you next Tuesday. Fucking fuck you. Um, is it bad that I, I like, say that like every like? I love see you next Tuesday. I think it's really next funny. Tuesday. It's the best. It's like very Van Halen. I love it. Um, and yeah, I just, I just went home. <laughs> like, oh, good Lord. And it wasn't even like it wasn't just like that. Just sucked. That was just like the final like. All right, I don't need to be out in that world right now. Like so far today in the world, somebody's fucking opened fire the machine gun from a hotel roof, and then oh, Tom Petty died. Some... Like I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm don't, all set on this I, one. I don't think we need to be. Ta- we need to talk about that. That was just. Um, uh, oh, I think that's been talked <clears throat> thoroughly. Yeah, that we. I have no. I have no take other than that is indicative of the Biff's world, the fucking Running Man cosmos that we're entering, <laughs> and you thought it couldn't happen. And you, your amber waves of grain and all your other fucking shit, because <laughs> Americans are fucking optimistic to a fault. And you think, well, you know, we just got to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Now, guess what? This is what the world's going to be like. That's it. And you have to, uh, you know, and, but, but the thing is that we're going to be too old to do anything about it. We're going to be like 70 when the world finally fucking kicks the bucket. I, uh, 
I like that. So I don't know. This is almost certainly not a real thing, but so there was some woman that they were looking for in connection with this dude who opened fire. Yeah. And I refuse to watch the news. Like I don't. I'm, I'm good. I got it. Um, so I get everything secondhand. So you know, it's always it's it's, it's always got to be screened for interpretation. But somebody was saying that this woman that they were looking for was like in the Philippines, where there's like this huge ISIS fucking connection, and I was just like, uh, that would be. That'd be fucking wild. That would be fucking <laughs> massively wild if fucking ISIS recruited some fucking hill person to uh, to shoot up a country music concert. It's literally, it was literally like some like angry polo shirt dad. Like yeah, the kind yeah. of guy like if you cut him off in the <clears throat> fucking or you take his spot in the Target parking lot, he'll get out and try to fight you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like, saw the I... death photo today, which was uh, like not great. Oh, when him him getting shot. Uh, well, there's a photo. I don't know. Did he shoot himself? It looked like he shot himself in the photo. The, but uh, the, the cops really wanted him to. Uh, the cops really wanted him to be shot. Oh, like they were felt. like, "Oh, we don't know yet." But uh, no, he think about it. You're himself. a fucking. You're a Las Vegas SWAT cop. You get to draw your gun every other day on some fucking fool, but you don't actually ever get to fucking like shoot it. So yeah, these guys are dying to blow this guy away. This guy away. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, um, so that's current events, <laughs> current events. That's a current events uh, brought to you by uh, so Squarespace. Hold on. So we got to dig a oh, motherfucker um, <laughs> every now and then uh, anyone with voice assistants around the house know that every now and then you say something and they perk up like what? Huh? huh? And then you like you can be virtually assured that they're going to misinterpret the next five things you say and be like, I'm sorry, I can't find the song. Oh, motherfucker, this thing is on again uh, in your library. Um, so, all right, hold on, so uh, let's backtrack. So you're still in Albany. I am, uh, yeah. I'm, Are you, you're back in Albany. I'm back in Albany. Back in What's Albany. What's the deal? Are you on the prowl? Um, no. Uh, actively, no. I'm not yeah, proud. Uh, however, um, all good things must come to an end, and it was a very amicable and uh, I guess necessary thing to do. But um, we are friends, and everything is fine. So before all of you juicy juicers get your paparazzi pictures out and your TMZ style out, I, I will say that I uh, do very much love her still. Yeah, and I think she's very cool, and she will do infinitely better with somebody else, without so question. You, you got this. You got this fucking anonymous person trying to marry you in Vancouver. So you know, you always got that going for you. Oh yeah, I'll just fly out to Vancouver. And yeah, just hit. fucking just take green, a red eye. Green card marriage, no problem. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> that person is actually very sweet, and also twenty five hundred miles away. Um, no, I'm I'm uh, as as. L- not way not into uh carousing or doing it as i've ever been in my life i am, wow. a, re- right. I am in a rebuilding phase where i'm focusing on my work I'm focusing, it's your rebuilding year it kind of is i'm just focusing wow, on my work nice. i'm focusing on getting eight hours of sleep a night i'm focusing on not uh, i'm taking my meds i'm just uh i'm trying not to make the same mistakes i've always made when things in the uh love department have gone south i was she, actually reading not that long ago that when you have uh, BPD, like that, like you, 
you find yourself in like the wellness 85th percentile just by sleeping eight hours a night and just yeah. committing to that like that's it i'm going to sleep eight hours, eight hours a night regardless if that means that i'm like jumping in the shower and going to work with wet hair that's fine but I'm getting eight hours, which I thought was fascinating. It's so, funny uh, that yeah, you, good, uh, good move. It's funny that you might want to do it on a fucking bed, though. But you know, that's well, just that's just me editorializing. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because the Giants actually inspired me to get a a, a re-diagnosis. I, I'm glad they inspired something positive, aside from me kicking in uh, <laughs> Gabri's mother's TV and screaming obscenities in her living room. Well, Brandon Marshall is a male borderline, which is very rare. Uh, not as rare as you'd think, but still pretty rare. And uh, I, God, you know the way and I, the way I handle social things is very much like I watched a documentary about him, and I'm like, holy shit, I do the same thing. Hmm. Like I don't think that I that I, anyone owes me anything. I don't think that I owe anything. But I'll walk into a room and not say anything to anyone. Like someone I'm in a relationship with, I'll just walk in and just not say anything. And I think it's okay. Like it's very, it's like it's like antisocial. It's very weird. And um, I don't know. This this whole this whole quest this past year has made me really think about uh, how I act. <laughs> and uh, it's weird. But um, yeah, like that the, Brand Marshall fucking did something positive. Yeah, instead of catch four balls for ten yards. Mm-hmm. So Andrew, I tried to. Um, I think that. Uh, Every once in a while, we should do a topic. Okay. And uh, today's topic is things you wish you could unsay or undo. Oh, shit. Way to drop this on me with no prep. Christ (laughs) almighty. Uh, While you're thinking, I will read some of the things that have come in, because I polled the audience, our growing audience always. Um, uh, One of them says, um, probably having sex with too many skaters. That's good, a, that's, good vote. Yeah, that's a great thing that you wish you could undo or unsay. Um, also, somebody said, most of my life. Wow, okay. <laughs> the phrase, I do. I uh, would have never gotten into punk at all if I could have avoided it. Yeah. Somebody regrets the last four weeks. You know, people need to react. People, when they answer these questions in the future, you need to um, maybe tell some stories here. Yeah, color. What's up? And uh, also accepting student loans. A good thing to regret. Yeah, I regret it big time. But uh, this isn't even this isn't even debt that my children won't inherit because let's be real, I probably won't have a child. But I don't know who will inherit it. I think it will just go into receivership. My debt. Yep. <clears throat> well, they'll track down like an uncle who's still alive and take that money from him. I think that shit is like when you're dead. When you're dead, that's over. I think so. I could be wrong. I don't know, but I think I don't think that's the kind of debt that fucking follows your kin around. Eh, I got another forty years to figure it out. No problem. Oh, nice, perfect. Standing on the edge of tomorrow. Um. So I actually have no answer for this, and I'm gonna give <laughs> you like a a. Like a a bullshit fucking Tony Robbins reason why, but like, so I've made a lot of bad choices in my life. (laughs) But but you're on the the uptick, though. That's what I'm saying, but every shit choice I've made has informed where I'm at right now. So 
gone through a lot of periods of my life that have fucking sucked ass. I'm still thrilled I'm here. And it's, you know, like, it's that uh, many worlds theory of quantum mechanics. Like, had I not taken a job fucking driving a, a forklift at a, <laughs> like, chimney supply location seven years ago, God. I have no idea what I'd be doing right that now. Was it's so no idea. Close. It was so close to taking that terrible job. Yeah. Oh. Everybody who leaves this area does way better. I've noticed that. Ah, uh, not everybody. Not everybody. But, but in general, uh, you if know. you've got a head on your shoulders and you know you can fucking make, you know, you know, make your fucking two hundred bucks a week, yeah, I think you'll be all right. You know, depending yeah. on where you live. You know, that's the thing. I've uh, I briefly thought, oh, maybe I should go to Brooklyn again. And oh I would wow! Just, I would just bug you guys all the time. What are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Well, I don't really know anybody here. What are you doing? That's cool, man. I don't know anyone here either. You can just fucking <laughs> hop aboard. <laughs> you can sit at the old man bar. Get, just fucking. Get you should move back to your fucking same apartment in uh, <laughs> in Fort Greene. You should just do all your apartments backwards now. Oh, you know what? I should. Why? Why don't I live? Oh, yeah. I have to move back. Then I have to move back to the Craigslist creeper apartment. Yep. Hey, I'm back. Hey, Kev, I'm back. And then move. I'll only to, be here uh, for three weeks. So I don't worry. It's then all I'll good. Move to Keith's house. Yeah, <laughs> really good. Then move back to my parents' <laughs> mother-in-law apartment where I use their internet. Um, then move back to uh, New York. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll see perfect. You in like five Do it. years. All right. That I'm would be ready. Great. Wow, that would be really good. God, I spent a lot of time in this town. It's really, uh, it's really something. Um, <clears throat> so, I have some uh, great news. I have a girlfriend's kid that I think can't miss. Oh, perfect. So, I'm going to try it out. Thank you to listener Stephen for um, pointing this out to me. Okay. Great. <clears throat> All right. Let's see if this works. Oh, shit. This isn't going to work. The stars are against me. This is Cindy. I don't wait for you. How may I help you? Yeah, I just saw your uh, number on a on a fence post. I'm looking. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking to lose some weight. Well, actually, not me. I'm I'm trying to get my girlfriend uh, involved. Um, what do I need okay. to do? It said, it said she'd lose up to 30 pounds. Okay. Well, um, where do you, where do you guys live? Uh, like, um, I, we're in Westchester. Do you live close to Westchester? Yeah. Uh, I live, uh, I live about a few hours up north, uh, but about oh. right, I live around Albany, but, um, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, but you oh. know, we can make the trip if it's worth it. You know, it's not a good money. Money's an object, but it's not, you know, what do you mean? I can, I'll spend the maximum to get her to lose some weight. Right. Well, we have different... Top well, level. Does your girlfriend also live up in Albany? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, she's you... right here next to me. Oh, okay. She's not... She's, oh, okay. she's nervous, so she's not going to say well, anything, but... Well, yeah. Well, what is but, your name, yeah. sir? Well, what is my, your name? Terry Swire. What is yes. your name? I can't... I didn't hear you. Uh, name's Terry Swire. Oh, hi, Terry. 
Terry. I'm Cindy. Cindy. Okay, I'm Cindy. Well, so how and, does uh, uh, how would my girlfriend? Because she went to jail for shoplifting, and when she came out, she gained like forty pounds. Uh huh. So it wasn't exactly. Okay. It was like a shock. I was like, well, maybe you should go back in. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's here's what. Um... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you feel me? You know, it's like it was like, whoa, what happened? I didn't sign up for this part. Yeah. But I, but I, I did write by her though. I watched her kid the entire time she was in for thirty. She was in only in for thirty days too, and she came out, and she's like, "What did you do in there? Nothing." Yeah. I mean, usually you see jail shows and they're working out, and everything, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. But she was. Yeah. Apparently, she let wasn't. Little, let me let me tell you a little bit about the program. Um, there's the cheaper programs, and there's it all depends how serious you are. You can lose. We have oh, a five program where you can lose up to thirty pounds, and it's eating regular food. It's not eating frozen foods or packaged. You cook your own foods. No. Or we have well, I mean, we, that's Nyack. like that's like pretty uh, much pretty much all we eat is frozen food. Um, we have a very we have a Terry we have a very bad connection. That's all right. How, how, I'm getting done. I'm getting done work at seven. May I call you then when I'm out of the building? Because Ooh. this building has bad reception. Yeah, you're gonna call me after work, and, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna call you on this number, which is five one eight. Ah, yeah, you got it. Okay, and I'll call you back. And what's your girlfriend's name? Oh, it's uh, her name's Clementine. Oh, very nice. What? Right. You don't like I it? Will, I will call you back when I have um, better reception. Because I'm only hearing a couple other words, okay? All right. Well, I mean, if you want to call thank me you. back, yeah, call me back. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely call you back. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm Cindy, okay? Yeah, Cindy. All right, you better call back. Okay. I will. All right. I promise. Okay. All right, don't break All a right. promise. That's oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> uh so yeah that's pretty much what i do all day yeah, it's high quality it's really high quality holy I'd shit i'd love to see if she actually calls back that'd be great if she calls back within uh like a minute that would be the best like that the best would be of super all time. good i love it um it's been a while since we've uh done uh who's like the saddest person in your facebook friends and I would All right. really let like me to. log into Facebook for the first time in a minute. <laughs> love wearing that like a badge of honor, man. You know, a lot of people depend on Facebook for like a lot of shit. Fucking real sad. <laughs> um, all right, hold on. Hold on here. Now, this is a person that I went to high school with. And he is a monster. Oh yeah. I sent this to you today. He is an absolute monster. And uh, he is the person who shot a ice cream truck with a BB gun, and the guy ran out and chased us into the house. And that sh- I should have known. But here he is now, and he is uh, flying his flag. He has all of his photos are pictures of vape, like vape oh, devices. Super good. Loves vaping. Uh, full of tattoos. And he says, <clears throat> gotta love it when people who live in safe neighborhoods or in the damn mountains are on Facebook screaming and crying about police brutality and how it's so wrong. But I guarantee you, you'd be singing a different tune if you were there were regular shooting, stabbings, mini riots, and animalistic behavior every fucking day of the week in your safe place. Am I a cop lover? Absolutely not. But on the other hand the cops beating the shit out of and killing fucking ghetto pieces of criminal shit 
Well, I could give a fuck less about those animals. Okay. And underneath, his girlfriend says, I love you, babe. Oh, I love you, babe. (laughs) (laughs) So that's good. I like how, you know, that's a big component of like a lot of white trash is somebody saying something outrageous and then the girlfriend piping in. I love you, babe. I've got your back. A lot of loyalty there. Yeah. And she could care less about these animals. I love you, babe. You know, God, I just, when I decided to fucking fuck you on that pool table, I just knew. If I scroll down, he says, fuck Spice Lee, racist piece of shit. And then it becomes a fucking Siskel and Ebert session underneath in the comments. He says, he's become irrelevant anyways. He just needs his 15 seconds of fame. Washed up filmmaker. What is your movie? Yeah, where's your movie? Like, what is, what's your fucking docio coming out, huh? <laughs> That's great. No, you know, if I just got my act together. Uh, no, it's his, his, uh, his Facebook is full of wedding photos of it to his, oh, um, dude. to his round girlfriend. That's good. You know, it's like, so, all right. I, I used to like have this weird, like moving in from Albany and then moving here and then like starting to like make money and kind of like see how like fucking people not from Albany live. Mm. I went through this period of like really intense resentment mm. of, uh, of of fucking fools like this. I remember. And it's like it, it it took a lot of like weird forms like shit when I look back I'm like that probably wasn't that smart you know but it's really just like yo I hate a fucking sucker man. <laughs> I, like, I hate that shit like this dude sounds like such a fucking sucker asshole it's great <laughs> it really is and he um you know he doesn't do much doesn't come from much um i love the i love the memory of him shooting the ice cream truck he also <laughs> used to come into the classroom and write misfits on the blackboard in chalk yes oh no. I love it. And they're getting back together again. Oh, God. Des Cadena. And it's going to be uh, even better than the last time. Because you haven't heard those songs a thousand times each. Yeah, like I've never fucking gotten a tattoo before. I've never heard the Misfits. <laughs> hey, you might have put the Misfits. It's Misfits. Yeah, or, sure. Uh, I thought it was against the law to not have the fucking Misfits playing yeah, in here. Yeah, I, I thank God you, stopped, you took Fear Factory off. Oh, uh, <laughs> Now, uh, now we have to listen to fucking Misfits, and it's the Misfits Greatest Hits box from the box set. So it's every Very Misfits good. song, Perfect. and it's on a CD player, an aging CD player that's on the fucking stack in the tattoo shop, and it's like just a stack of CDs on top of one another. When that box set came out, I, I Jesus fucking Christ! I had a friend ejaculated. who was, to his credit, like a Misfits super fan, but like. Well before there was such a thing as Misfits, like he was an actual weirdo, which is cool. Like I, like I'm, I'm with it. There was there was a point in human history where if you were really into the Misfits, you were just like this Turd. fucking fool nobody wanted to talk to. Which I wish would come back. No, oh, yeah, I mean, um, it's kind of like that now. I mean, those are like that's like the wretched refuse. That's like people. That's like '90s victims, you know. It's you see like '90s victims it, now. It's like it's, people who are, you knew were cool in the '90s. And they still have the chain wallet, and they still dress like it's the 90s, but they look really old and, like, leathery now. Being into, like, the Misfits like that in, like, 1994, 93, some shit like that, was akin to, like, being into Big Black. Yeah. 
1980. Like, you were just weird. Yeah, you were just a fucking... Or, like, ministry in 1990. You were just yeah. a fucking weirdo. Like, no wear, way around like, it. You were, like, combat boots and, like, a wild yeah, oh, chain. Oh, yeah. Like, it, a combat I, boots and combat the boots mental and jean picture shorts. Of this dude. Mental picture of this dude is combat boots, jeans, like, blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> like, shaved blue head, blue leather jeans. duster, and a green t-shirt that said, kill them all and let God sort them out. <laughs> That he ordered. That he ordered special. Yeah. I like I, I vividly remember this outfit. Like that was this dude's fucking the... mo. Uh, so um, many people. But yeah, when that know. box set came out, I didn't hear anything other than the Misfits for like a month. I don't know if I was living with that dude or he was just always at my house. I can't remember what was going on. But like, all I heard for a straight month was the fucking Misfits. Whew. The coffin box set. It's shaped like a coffin. So it's like a coffin. You can buy a Misfits adorable. coffin, you know. It's puts, uh, you know, so you and your cheetah print girlfriend <laughs> can go there and uh, do your swing, swingy dancing slash like, well, she's doing like swing dancing and he's doing like the raise your beer up and like move your shoulders dance yeah. at the Misfits show. There's nothing darker than when you and I are getting on text talking about people we both know and their inevitable fucking drug overdose oh, so good. <laughs> and start to name the band stickers that'll be on their casket it's uh if nobody at home has done this I urge you to try it it's uh oh. it, you feel real good people afterwards. walk up and start putting band stickers on you got this I still have a uh I've got a photo I photoshopped of a casket with yeah like a descendants and an AFI <laughs> sticker on it that's uh from from one of our previous conversations oh my god figuring out who's gonna jump in the fucking grave yep <laughs> start, start skanking on their fucking coffin Oh, dude oh what's you know he died but it's fucking had a hell of a rager after Oh man! At the fucking yep. at the fucking tension pit, the name of the new punk house with the tension pit. <laughs> we didn't even clean the bath, clean the fucking. We didn't even clean the basement out. Just let the fucking nature take its course. People are gonna be dan moshing down there, fucking slam dancing. We're gonna smash everything out. We're gonna take out some fucking important supports to make it even more dangerous. Just don't I fuck <laughs> with the. I'm gonna put a uh, fucking. Go to Lowe's and spend like eighty dollars on like ma like chain link to put around the water heater because, you know, we need hot water. Um, so Do you remember the Albany Punk House uh, called the Panic Zone? Oh, sure do. Mara Street. Yeah, Sean Diddy lived there for what a minute. Fucking shithole. Uh, You'd walk in and there's a hole in the fucking floor that you could jump <laughs> down into the basement to see the show. <laughs> you didn't even need to take the stairs. What a fucking nightmare. Are you I... aware that you named that house? Yes, I am. Okay, all right. I didn't know if you knew that or not. That was an interesting bit of trivia. Yeah. But yes, yeah, somewhere along the way, you like I you was described giving, the I, neighborhood I, as the panic zone. I was giving Chris Lawrence a ride home from the record store because <laughs> we were working together on a Sunday, and he said, yeah, this is my new house. And it was in like, at that point, it was the worst neighborhood in Albany. It still is, as far as it's, I can tell. It's gotten, it, has it gotten any better? It's gotten a little bit more, <clears throat> it's gotten a little bit lighter over there. And uh, due to gentrification, and but it was I was like fuck you live in the panic zone, that's what I said, Doesn't and then he must have, must have stuck because he called it the panic zone from then on. And that was that. It's great, <laughs> my little piece of hardcore history. Who how dare people say I haven't contributed anything to the lore of Albany hardcore? 
Yeah. I lived in the panic zone very briefly, but not... I lived in the neighborhood of the panic zone, but not Dear in the Lord. panic zone years before. Uh, it was actually a kind of a fascinating neighborhood because it was surrounded on three sides by... I wouldn't call them nice neighborhoods, but like just like chill spots. So you'd walk from like my house, you'd walk through, you know, a couple chill like residential neighborhoods, walk past like a CVS, and then you would just stroll through like Beirut. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd just wind up in like a chill neighborhood. It was an actual block and a half long that mm. for whatever reason was just like real bad, like super tough. Yeah, uh, and it was all run by this guy Ploof. Like he, I think he owned the entire neighborhood. <laughs> Ploof, I remember and Ploof. he, uh, I rented from Ploof. And when you'd go into his office, he had a, like a framed dollar store photo of a private jet on a tarmac, or like a poster <laughs> that uh, <laughs> below it, it just said "Poverty sucks." Oh, what a fucking great thing! I we need to we need to really write a fucking movie. Like write a series, a Netflix series. I'll give a Netflix series to anybody. They're handing out like water. That's true. We need to do this, and that needs to be an important component of the first episode. Poverty Roger sucks. Floof. My God, let's just do it. All three of us. We'll write see. it. Let's write it in a weekend. All three. You mean Roger Plouffe? No, you mean Gabri. Gabri oh, okay. We'll write it in a weekend. It'll be funny. God, we need to do this. I'm checking to see if I can find the poverty sucks poster i really hope i can <laughs> poverty sucks. Oh, wait this man. is something you just buy that says poverty sucks he didn't like... oh yeah yeah this was like this was a product that he spent money on <laughs> well there's a uh, there's one with Damn. um oh my god yeah now i see a lot of like nonsensical ones but i don't see one with the plane which is uh, real sad i need to find it i will look yeah. through all of these fucking pictures to find it for you pal there's one with Donald Trump that says, you know. Perfect. One this says, was also, um, Jesus. Hmm. Yeah, it gets real dark. 24 right years ago? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's actually, about right. Uh, there's a poster <clears throat> of a man pissing on a homeless person that says the trickle-down theory. Oh, very nice. Yes. So that's, uh, that is one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen in my life and will become an important part of the Overnight Drive legacy. Uh, <laughs> no question. Um, I'm about to send it to you, pal. Oops, yeah, I've, I've, I've lost the plot here on Poverty Sucks. I'm like, I'm way gone now. <laughs> I'm going to the Poverty Sucks K-Hall. I mean, Poverty does Perfect. suck, but I mean, come on. There's also a woman, uh, a not, not very attractive woman that's wearing a shirt that says, you can't afford me. There's a man, Neat. there's someone out there for everyone, though. You know, that's, that's true. That's what I find very strange. Like, one man's joke is another man's, like, will fawn over that same person. <laughs> like one man's, like, laugh. Ugh, I might fuck you if I lost a bet. And then there's a guy right behind him being like, oh, you're the most beautiful woman ever. There's no fucking people think that there's a way to live. There's no way to live. No, absolutely the, the not. Life is so fucking random and weird and just embrace it and have fun because like I said in 10 years it's going to be Vegas every day. Or at least not every really other day. Is there no way to live but beware anyone who says there is. You know mm. what I mean? Like fucking stay away from that dude. 
My goodness gracious. You know, you're new here. I'm not. We are, we work together on a daily basis. You look at me like you want more. I think you do. Why don't you let me drive today? Wow, apparently they work in an ambulance together. You know, I was wow. uh, I was waiting for a takeout that I'm not proud of the other day. And I saw an ambulance male and female, an ambulance couple, right? Be like, come in together and they were canoodling. And I thought, wow, does every ambulance tandem fuck each other? Like, it's got to be lonely. You're like sitting in a parking lot. Probably, yeah. You're like, oh, Go you know. Go for some dark shit. Yeah, you're like, oh, we haven't picked up any fucking old people having a heart attack in hours I could really go for. Uh, like, it would be awesome if you could finger me. <laughs> you know? If you could undo my my combat pants. Because every fucking EMT dresses like they're on a SWAT team. And, uh, you know, maybe you could just get, get in there. Maybe get some work done. What do you think? We got this cot in the back. Yeah. We could fuck on the bed. And then, halfway through... You have to pick up an old lady and you put her on the mess on the bed. <laughs> no one's Sorry, gonna... it's so messy back here. Sorry, it's, uh, you know, we had a lot of, we have picked up a lot of, you know, we picked up a street walker. It's been a long night. <laughs> long, it's been a long, hot night. <clears throat> and then you like nod, you nod to each other knowingly. It's been a long, hard night. <laughs> uh, you really enjoyed that one. Kind of did. Um, here's a long one, and I know we're kind of, uh, running out of time here, so I'll just read this long one. You can't get pregnant in a hot tub. We met at uh, Speedway. okay. <laughs> we met at the Speedway, and I drove you home because your truck has been broke lately. I'm not sure why I did that. I love the Speedway. It plays oh. such a fucking integral part in these things. Oh, my God. We met at the Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> And I drove you home because your truck has been broken lately. I'm not sure why you haven't fixed the darn thing. Not like it's rocket science. Anyhow, when we got there, things got hot in a hurry and we were both naked. Wow. Running around your yard faster than a cat can lick its ass. <laughs> Never timed it. Ugh, I haven't laughed that hard in a minute. You just standing there saluting your rebel flag out front while your own pole was at least at half-mast. Spelled, oh, wow. spelled M-A-S-S-E-D. Wow. Yes. Fucking run yourself over with your own car. Um, <laughs> fucking take the blocks out from under that truck yeah. and lay down. Like, fucking get in your dryer, turn it on, and die. Um, <laughs> you knew I was loving your homemade wine a little too much. Ugh. So you lured me into your hot tub to sober up, quote-unquote. I know I was overserved because I can't for the life of me remember your name or exactly where your land was at. Land. What right? the fuck? Um, once we were there, you couldn't keep your dead gum hands off me. Even with the fact that I told you I don't fool around because my husband still gets so jealous. But eventually you wore me down. Still? I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, because you're fucking some dude in his hot tub. Uh, but eventually you wore me down before you wore me out. I told you at least 20 times I'm not on the pill. Uh, since my hubs quit producing. But you kept saying I couldn't Ooh. get pregnant in the hot tub. You said it got the ladies over and it worked as birth control. So it was like getting two, burns, two birds stoned at the same time. You even said it was scientific fact. And that you researched it before you even bought the damn thing off Craigslist. Motherfucker, a scientist? Yeah, apparently he fucks a woman. He's got a fucking... Uh, got... 
Fucking <laughs> hot tub with a lot of jellyfish yeah. in it. This is the best I can tell. He's not fucking not an authority in the matter. <laughs> well, here's the here's the rough part. Uh, well, I believed you because I'm always too naive and I have to oh. learn everything through denial and error. Fuck. So we had sex a few times that night in your nasty ass hot tub, and here I am pregnant. And once I start showing, I don't think I'm going to be able to convince my man that I'm the Virgin Mary. I guess I'll try to tell him it's got to be his, but I think he's going to know something happened. So here's where I'm going to need you to man up and do the right thing. I need money to go to the clinic, or I need you to fix that old broken beater. Come pick me up and my stuff and move me in with you so we can raise this bottle of joy together. Bottle of joy. I don't even care which right now, just so long as we figure it out before he does. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so he's not gonna, he's, he's gonna get mad about the pregnancy, but not about you moving out. Yeah. And into some dude's, on some dude's land. Oh, well, he's got a, got his truck working. He's, yep, he's got right. land. I don't, you know, I'm a renter. Uh, yeah, I'm a renter and I drive a Nissan Sentra. So he, he's got me uh, lock, stock, and barrel. But, uh, yeah, have fun with him. Uh, Obviously, uh, you're going to have a better time with him and his truck and his land. Um, <laughs> really good. Really uh, good. Oh, wow. Ooh, that was but a dark the, one. Let that dark one sink in. I love the dark ones. Um, this is the last one I'll read, and it's fucking so fun and great. <clears throat> Cemetery, strawberries, and vodka. <laughs> you were working at the store on second. Oh, I have to read another one after this. Sorry. You're looking at the store on second. I was looking at a green ice basket, and I said, we had this exact basket as a kid growing up. You said, I've had a lot of fun adventures with that kind of basket. I remember walking up with an empty vodka bottle in it after eating strawberries in Oakwood Cemetery. I loved your free spirit and your whole vibe. I'm a little older, but I would love to have strawberries and vodka in the graveyard with you someday soon. Call me. Don't call me. Doesn't leave a number. Yeah, oh, perfect. <laughs> My favorite. Call me. Yes, I'm going to call you to have... Str I'm going to drink vodka with a stranger in a fucking cemetery. Yeah, perfect. Good That's God. wonderful. All right, last one. This is the most Albany thing you'll ever hear in your life. Beautiful crying woman at corner store. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you around 10 a.m. this morning at a corner store in Albany. I think it was on 2nd Ave. You were wearing a gray tank top and tight black shorts. As you walked in, I was taken by your beauty, so much so that I forgot I paid exact cash and wasn't going to get the change I was waiting for. <laughs> then you started crying right as I was going to say hello. It was very clear you were having a horrible morning and day. What so I didn't want to that? be that guy. I said, I hope... This it, is the better guy to be? Yeah. I, I, to, to go home with that image burned in your mind and write, uh, write her on Craigslist... I don't think she's worrying about Craigslist. She's crying in the morning. Ugh. Anyway, I said that I hope your day gets better. You didn't say anything. Oh, if I wonder why. If by some small chance you calm down and read this, <laughs> feel free to chat with me or maybe email me. And once again, I hope your day got better for both of us. My understanding is when women are upset, they're upset in perpetuity. Yeah. And, so and if you ever love, calm down. And women love being told to calm down. Yeah, it's really good. It's the greatest. So that's, uh, yeah. That's it. Wow. Jesus. That was really uh, good. I asked, I asked the Cosmos, and the Cosmos delivered in a big they way. They really did. They are a Cosmos. I don't know what I just did there. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, 
What episode is this? This is episode one sixty-seven. Interesting. All right, I'm, I'm so fucked up with these episode numbers. I can't it, like. Okay, sure, one sixty-seven. Neat. I think. Um, no, wait. You know. Cool. What? No, that I'm sounds told... right. That sounds right. about right. All right. All right. Um, anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you got your coffee, but I got my coffee. Uh, from what was it called? What are they called? Rhetoric coffee. Rhetoric coffee. Did you get your coffee? I did get my coffee. Did you drink it? I did drink it. Did you like it? I brought it, it to... Uh, so, there's a guy who works with me at the Chalk Factory. Uh, I used to I used to manage him at another place uh, named Evgeny, who is... Imagine Sean Duty if he was, like, really friendly and even-tempered. Okay. But... Equally as like it's not at all saddled with uh, with self awareness, you know, just like <laughs> okay. not at all. Like we'll just knock down twenty things. It's just his thing. Gotcha. Um, but he uh, he has an AeroPress that he uh, he keeps at his desk. So I brought some up there. I brought it to you, uh, Yevs Bevs, as uh, as it's come to be known. And we we made the coffee, and it is super super good. Yeah, better coffee is the truth. I walked over before I even had a chance to, like, because I left them the beans and then went and worked, and I came back a couple hours later, and as I walked over, I was like, dude, these are awesome. You'll love it. Yeah. Uh, And it was. It was not a letdown at all. Super good. Well done. Rhetoric Coffee is the truth. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com, Rhetoric Coffee on Facebook for complex, hand-roasted, mind-blowing coffee delivered every two weeks. No problem. Okay? We're doing this for free. We dislike people who are nice to us and give us coffee for free. Yeah, so, it's, it's hard to beat. It's actually super good, though. Uh, uh, friend of the podcast, uh, D- No fucking around. Yeah, friend of the podcast, DV, got his. Have you Very gotten nice. yours? I mean, come on now. This is cheap. Oh, wow. This is good. A unique oh, batch wow. every two weeks, whether you like it or not. It's going to fucking show the light. Where you least expect it, it's completely forgot. And then the coffee shows up, and you're like, holy shit, I was going to go to fucking white rose and get the fucking I was gonna go to Sea town and get some white rose coffee or Folgers no need no need it just shows up at your doorstep who cares you know, <laughs> food whatever. lion coffee yeah food lion you know you don't need that you don't need the A&P coffee you just go it shows up at your house that's great and you forget about it and it's gonna sit on your counter for a week and then you're gonna have coffee it's gonna be awesome <laughs> I mean let's be real I mean I, you know we're not gonna pay for this so we're gonna be real it's gonna sit it's gonna sit around it's still sitting in my car it showed up the day I moved out, so I was like, "Oh, oh nice, right. good, got, good timing, good timing." Thank you, Rhetoric Coffee. I, I don't have a bed, let alone a coffee maker, but thank you, a good do. Thank you. Um, anyway. You just gotta bring bring it over to Punkett Scott Rollins Coffee I, Place. You know Look what? Here, fucking brew this up for me, man. I'm gonna be. A, I wanted to be a rep. I'm like Punkett Scott Ron, You your coffee's uh, falling off hardcore. You need to get Rhetoric in your life, and uh, it's complex and hand roasted. So, you know. They've got they've got gifts, roasts, artists. Hopefully, I was hoping that when it said roasts, that I'd click on it and it would be like, you know, they'd have like an annual roast where you could roast somebody. Yeah, it's like fucking JB Smooth fucking talking shit about Pamela Anderson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, Pamela Anderson. Her, if someone lit a match near her, she would melt because she's made out of plastic. Ha, ha, ha. No. <laughs> That's great. <clears throat> Next roast um, is in five days. By the time you hear this, it'll be another roast, but, you know, just maybe get... if you're lucky, it'll be one more roast. Yeah, uh, so... so far, I haven't been I've, I've been uh, swinging at a lot of fucking low balls the past couple of weeks. Yeah, me but, too, man. You know, 
I'm just trying to, you know what, this is going to be the comeback story of the century. I'm just going to try and work my way back because right now I'm real low. I've got money. All right. I've got money that's and that's about it. And, you know, I, man needs more than that. You know the drill, man. Sleep eight hours and wake up and run. Yeah. Well, I can definitely sleep eight hours, but running, probably not. Just got to do it. Just got to do it. Where am I going to run? All right. Well, this has been episode 157. It said, where do you run on the street? <sighs> I'm just got to go out. Just it's go so... out there early. The sun's not up yet. It's still, you can see your breath. Oh. You know, and you're just like, all right, I'm doing this. You got the park right next to you right there. You uh. can get fucking, you can outrun a stabber. I can, you know what? Yeah, you know what? That's, uh, that brings a real whole sense of beauty to the whole thing. It's great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Remember that guy got stabbed in the park and fucking the, the local artist yes. stabbed in the park? No reason. Yeah, that could be you. That was the best. That was the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hold on. I didn't mean to say... <laughs> that was the I best. Let's dial that back. That was the best. No, it was uh, everyone had a big... They had like... They had a, they had a benefit show for him every year. One thing Omni loves to do is to over-tribute. Oh, yeah. Super good. Good God. Um, so low. All right. All right. Well, well, this has been 157. Yeah. Uh, in about three to five weeks at this rate, you should see 158. So uh, <laughs> enjoy. Or 158, 168. Fuck. I am so goddamn tired. Okay. 168. Me too. 167, 60, not 50. Fucking leave me alone. Leave, the whole world, leave me the fuck alone. All right? It's enough. Um, all right. I will, I will speak to you uh, uh, next week, I suppose. Maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Let's get it going. Hopefully. Let's we'll go. See. No, I, think I, got my, I think I have my free time. I th- this mental breakdown I'm having right now where I don't remember numbers and I'm like saying weird things and rambling is just three weeks of stress working itself out of my body in a really <laughs> odd way. <laughs> Um, so I think, yeah, in about two more weeks, I'll be, I'll be normal again. All right. All right. See y'all next week. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.